Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Steel Curtain Network. Stay Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It's it's nine thirty. I, I put a tweet out to say that we were going to be uh, starting later, but hey, we're here. Where else would you rather be? And with me, as always, except when he's not, is my big brother Rich. Rich, how's it going? Hey, can you smell what the bros are cooking? Yeah, that's right. Hey, just so y'all know, uh, we, you know, we're we're coming at you on YouTube, Facebook Live. Um, we we got through Streamyard. Streamyard's being a little glitchy right now. Um, it, it appears that our audio is fine. Our video at times might be a little bit glitchy, but um, you know what? We're just gonna roll with it because uh, you don't want to look at us anyway. So th- this is more about listening than anything else. So. Uh, Ah, Rich, I'm, although, I'm, I'm, although I don't know, maybe they do because Ryan, Ryan says we should let's talk big guys. Well, who better to talk about big guys than a couple of big, big guys? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? We're going to touch on some big guys, which is funny because tonight's topic is it's our last position group as we've gone through things since since the Steelers season ended. We've gone through position group by position group. We looked back at how they built that group last year. We look at what they're going to do going forward. And what's the last we got left? We've got safeties. So yep, we're doing we're doing the safety dance tonight. But uh, safety well, uh, dance. Yes. Yeah, so we'll uh, I, like I said, I want to play the song so bad, but then YouTube won't won't let us will will flag us for for those kind of things. So uh, you know, luckily we get great music from Jerry Cherry Band that we get to, that we're allowed to use. So therefore, we don't have to worry about that one to, to use that stuff. But Rich, whoo, there's been a lot since the last time you and I talked. Because you know we we had the show last week, um, and the Steelers had made some moves, but then more things started happening. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. You know, we had the Patrick Peterson, we had the the, the Nate Herbig, we had the Demonte KZ, we had the Larry Ogunjobi, didn't we? I'm pretty sure. Or we didn't have, I can't, I'm, oh, my days are all running together. I don't know if we talked about Ogunjobi or not, but, uh, ooh, things have kept going. We've got, we've got linebackers. Cause did we have any linebackers last time? Oh, see, now you're asking me, everything has been such a blur over the past week with what's going on. It's hard for yeah. me to keep track of which day has been which day. Yeah, and and you know what? It's all right. The Steelers added two linebackers. I know, I know the second one was on Thursday because I remember when the news came out and where I was. Um, and and you know, Spillane was gone, all that other stuff. That and, and they signed two linebackers, and they kind of did what I thought would happen. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's Miles, you know, Miles Jack, eight million dollars. They need to cut him now." I'm like. No, they don't. The Steelers are going to – the Steelers have no other linebackers. They can't just cut someone without having someone else there. It's going to be like before. The only way that the Steelers are going to cut Miles Jack is if they sign another linebacker. And even just signing another linebacker might not be enough. Well, it took signing two, which was kind of right. And then they – you know, it's the whole notion of Miles Jack. It, it's not that I don't think that the Steelers didn't want him. It's just eight million dollars, eight million dollars, and they kind of, kind of needed that. So, um, good, good stuff there. And then there was the signing over the weekend. That was late Saturday night. 
Um, late, late Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, that was after 11 p.m. Pittsburgh time. I was I actually fallen asleep on the couch and woke up. It was Daniel J. Daniel J. put that in our breaking news channel. Um, and then I, I but I I didn't see it right away. I woke up and saw, oh man, that was like 20 minutes ago. I better get I better get to writing because I know, I mean, you know, there was no way Jeff Hartman was going to be awake to write that article. So uh yeah, it's not every time that uh, I can. I'm actually available to to do a late night article, but the Steelers signed. I'm going to mess his name up because I'm I'm just sure I will. Even though I think Brian Anthony Davis seems to have it down pretty good, but Isaac Sayumalo is the way I'm going to say it. Sayumalo, Sayumalo. Yeah, that's the well, um, pro football yes, reference. It's a no, not a you. Yeah, on pro football reference, they give you a nice pronunciation guide. So I had to click over to that. Sayumalo. Sayumalo. I'm going to get it down eventually um, because this is a guy we're going to want to talk about a lot. And hopefully we're talking about for good reasons um, as the season goes on. Although it's not very often you talk about offensive linemen for good reasons, <laughs> um, which that's just kind of how the position goes. I'm not, I, I assume you're kind of like me. You weren't overly surprised that the Steelers double dipped it inside linebacker, were you? No. Were you surprised that they double dipped at guard? A little bit. Yeah. I'm, I I kind of want to see how this plays out because I felt that James Daniels did a nice job last year. I don't I don't want to think that he has anything in danger. Um, but then you brought you have Herbig, you have Sayamalo, you've got James Daniels. And some of these guys, you know, they've played some center, but I don't know that that's really what the Steelers have in mind about that. I just say, let's get them out there and just let them work, you know, through through OTAs and then really get into stuff with training camp and, and, and just see how it all shakes out. Do you really think they have to say what they're doing right now or feel like we have no, to? Know no, 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 yeah. no. No reason to talk about what the plan is right now. Right now, you're just collecting bodies. Yeah, and and it's interesting because uh, um, Mirna, uh, Jane, and Bert said Herbig is a backup. You know what? At this time last week, I don't think he was. I really don't. Um, I think he was. You know, him and probably most likely Kevin Dotson was some serious comp. You know, they wanted to have some serious competition again last year. Kendrick Green didn't give much competition. I didn't think he would as a guard. I don't think he's a guard. And if the, and if the dude can't handle the intangibles of playing center, I don't see it. I don't see how he sticks around this year at all. Um, just yeah. I mean, he had the frame and the stuff that they looked for in a center, but I just don't think. I just don't think he could. He could do the intangibles, as I like to say. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Steelers would have been. We were already excited. You know, yeah, another guard. Yeah, this should be better. Nasty Nate. And then they go out and get an even better guard. Um, there's nothing wrong with depth, is there? Uh, no. Yeah. And and, and I, I don't know about you. It was on this show. It was on the show when we talked offensive line. And I said, if the Steelers think they can do next year what they did this year, where the same five started every game and played almost every snap, then they're going to be in trouble. To me, I think they're already working on that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So just – I can tell you one thing over the last week. 
the Steelers will not be drafting a guard. Yeah, and see, because that's that changed my biggest draft crush completely because I was really hoping that Skaronsky would be the guy to fall to the Steelers at 17, and that's a guy that's a tackle but could just as easily play guard. And I'm like, oh, I really like it. But if the Steelers think he's he's just a guard and isn't going to be a tackle, then I don't know that they could pull the trigger on that. Or maybe they say, you know, you don't get somebody like this very often. Even with all the other guards, we'll get him for now. We'll maybe start him off a tackle and then see how things play out. Um, but to me, the Steelers still need another tackle. Um, the best place to get that is for a backup is bargain free agency, which could even be, you know, their own people's. Um, but honestly, they've kind of already tipped. I mean, they they were supposedly in the race for the Orlando Brown thing. I don't know how much they were in the race, or for all you know, it could have been one phone call to, just to make sure that the guy didn't wasn't going for too cheap, if you know what I mean. But uh I think you're looking draft for 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 more with the with when it comes to tackle. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Thank read you, Rich. Jerry. Thank you, Jerry Cherry Band. Steelers smell good with right guard. Ah, <laughs> uh, but um, bunch. Yeah, see, we didn't have Jerry Cherry on just to you know see see if he could throw the drums in there too. I, I know it's yeah. more guitar, but uh, that, that that that's a good one. And then there was one more because we do want to get on to safety, but this one's getting a little bit closer because today the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, re-signed. You know. When we typed that for the re- for the website, we got to make sure we put that hyphen in there. They didn't resign. They re-signed uh, James Pierre, who they did not tender because they, the Steelers hadn't hit that deadline yet when we had our show last week, that they didn't tender any of their restricted free agents. Not James Pierre, not J.C. Hassenauer, and not um, Stephen Sims. Because the, the, um, the right of first refusal tender was like, 2.67 million, I think is it's 2.6 something. I'm pretty sure it was 2.67 million. And I, I agree with the Steelers. I don't know that any of those players were worth that for one season. So we don't know what P, what Pierre's deal is. We know it. It's reported as one year. You've got to assume that's probably coming in under two million dollars off the season, or else the Steelers would have just tendered him. Uh, what, what do you think about James Pierre? Let's see. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to bring up what came up a bunch I saw on the website today um, that, you know, hey, he, he, look, the guy can could spot start here and there, play in certain packages on defense, and is a great special teamer. Yeah. If you get him for a good price, why wouldn't you? And he, honestly, he's a guy that you can work into your secondary. You can get him snaps during the game. If guys are injured, he can fill in and play a full game if you must. But if he's also a guy that he's going to be out there 100% of the snaps game after game, teams are going to try to figure out a way to attack him. So he's a great depth piece, great special teams player, great story, undrafted, you know, no preseason games, no preseason games in 2020 when he was undrafted to to prove himself, but yet proved himself enough in training camp to make the 53-man roster. You have to admit, that's got to be hard to do that when there was no – you know, no game situations yeah. for them leading up to that. That that's that's just my opinion. So well, I'm gonna bring, bring up a comment because I want to address it real quick. George mm-hmm. Rice says we need to sign Edmund who cares about Pierre. You, that's because hey, we haven't got to our topic yet. 
<laughs> and I'll say this, George, though, Edmonds is still out there, right? But I'm not that worried about Pierre because right now, you know, what's the chance that his salary is going to count count in the top 51? I think it'll count the top 51. I think it it's going to be at the very it's going yeah i i i would not be shocked one bit that if it's that it's the that if it's a um um uh, a salary a salary benefit contract which means he actually gets paid a little bit more than than what um he what he'll count what he'll count not not to the degree of of um Terrell Edmonds not to right. not to that degree because he he doesn't even qualify for that one um, but this is just the Steelers already have a couple of guys like this on the roster i'll i'll give you one example um, let's see. I got to find one quick. Do, 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 do. Oh, here you go. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller's salary is $1.08 million. He counts 900, 940K on the salary cap. That's a, a veteran um, salary benefit contract. I wouldn't be shocked if it's something around there. Maybe they gave him a little bit more. Maybe they gave him 1.2 million, but still that's, that, that's costing like at most, I mean, it's not going to ca- cost anywhere close to 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 really affecting the salary cap, so that is a good. One. I I saw something here because um, someone said uh, uh, once again, Mirna um, said a Kurfer could release if they draft a tackle. Chooks is a big salary uh, cap hit. You know what? He is, but you're not going to get hardly any savings from releasing him this year because it's a three year deal. This is not the year to do it. You would only save not even $3 million and you would have a $10 million dead money cap hit unless you then, unless you designated him a June 1st um, cut, which means you spread it out over two years. But still, that's that's a lot. of. I don't see the Steelers wanting to do $10 million in dead money. I think he's more of a candidate for a restructure to where they could save a few million there. So, um but but the Steelers, I, I've done some salary cap articles this week. Uh, did one yesterday. That was how much cap space they had after Larry Ogunjobi. I estimated what I think. Um, um, I'm going to say his name wrong. Sayamalo. What I think. His, yeah. What I think his contract will be, and I actually did it a little bit higher. I said what I, the minimum could be, and then I uh, rounded up a little bit just to be safe. But I did an article today that went over all the money that the Steelers are going to have to pay in, you know, coming up. What is what is it going to be with the with the with the, the draft class if they draft where their where their picks are right now? How much are they going to need for the last two salaries for the practice squad? You know, to take to take into the season to pay for things. I laid all that out in, a, in an article at behindthesteelcurtain.com. That website so, still exists. You can go check that out there right now. So, yeah. So the Steelers. I mean, they have. They still have. I have them as having still ten million dollars in cap space, um, even after you know, even after we don't have an official report yet of exactly how Siamalos breaks down. We just know it's three years, twenty-four million. Um. But they're going to need more than that to go into the season. But they don't have to have it right now. That's the big thing that people forget. They're like, oh, they're going to have all these expenses. They're over the cap. No, they're not. They don't have to pay for those things yet. And a TJ Watt restructure could pay for most of that if they choose to do that. I don't want them to touch Cam Hayward or anything like that. Uh, They already did make a Fitzpatrick because that was the smart one. That was the easy one because he has the most years left. You know, they saved $10 million, and it only counts another $3.5 million per year on the salary cap. So that's pretty good. Rich, let's do the safety dance. 
You ready for it? We can dance if you want to. I, I, I want to. Now's the time. Okay. Last year, the Steelers, I mean, are the, it's almost a question, are you in for kind of a repeat? Everyone felt that the Steelers had to draft the safety last year because that was the one thing. The Steelers have 23 starters right now. Even Kevin Colbert said that at a press conference. We have 20, 23, wait, not 23, 20, 23, what am I saying? Maybe if he was counting the specialists. We have 21 starters. He might have said, he might have counted the specialists. I can't remember. In other words, they had all their starters but a strong safety last year, and they did not get that until the week of the draft where they signed Edmonds, the beginning of the week of the draft. And then at the very end of the draft, they signed KZ. So the Steelers didn't touch safety last year. You had Mika Fitzpatrick. They had Miles Killebrew coming back, but he was more of a special teams guy. He was their special teams captain. They had Trey Norwood coming back for a second year, you know, after, you know, after his rookie seventh round year. Um, everyone was wondering what they were going to do with strong safety. And then they addressed it late. Right now, do you feel the Steelers are red? Are, are are in a similar situation. Oh, I think so. Yeah. They signed KZ. Do you think he's the answer to have two to have two starting safeties? Could be. I mean, so the question so is to be. who who plays the strong one? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't are you going to answer uh, or not? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know if Mink is happy. Mink is so much better when he can, when he's free to roam and do different things. I'm afraid if you don't have someone else who is a strong safety that could also, you know, play some free, you, you need that compliment of someone who can kind of do other things as well. Do you agree? I do. Yeah. I, I honestly, I still expect to see Edmonds back for the Steelers. I really do. Yeah, so. I, I hope so too. Um, I, I put this in the Slack channel. Yes, you and did. I got an agreement from one KT Smith right away. So I instantly yes. knew I was, I was good. Then Shannon White chimes in, and says, "Boy, you guys are, are are right the same line as me." And that is this: the Steelers signed their two inside linebackers. I didn't even name them. Cole Holcomb and Alandon Roberts. When we talked about them earlier, I didn't even say their names. I feel bad for them. Sorry, guys. You deserve to have your name said there. But when you look at the style of those linebackers, neither one of them screams coverage. To me, that signing those guys makes it so much more important to bring back Terrell Edmonds or a player that plays safety in his, you know, similar in style. That's basically, as Vince Williams is calling for, that's your dime linebacker. You could take all your inside linebackers off the field in a big, you know, in, in obvious passing downs and just go with secondary guys. Because if you have someone like a Terrell Edmonds that can come up and 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 be a, and be someone that's like that coverage linebacker. What did you think of that yes. when you were talking about it? Oh, I, I I was right there with you. I just you you caught you said that. I felt like saying something. KT said something. Then Shannon agreed the, the same way, and I was like, you know what? No reason for me to say anything. I just you know because I'd just be right on board. So yeah, 
Yep, piling on. It it makes sense. It makes sense. This defense right now, in my opinion, is shaping up to be, hey, Terrell Edmonds is the kind of player that you want to fill out that, that safety depth chart in order to do the things that you want to do. The only question is, is it going to be Terrell Edmonds or is it going to be some another safety that plays like Terrell Edmonds? Because when it came to linebacker, a lot of people thought, oh, the Steelers love Robert Spillay. They're going to bring him back. They're going to bring him back. They didn't. I wasn't torn up about them not bringing him back. But if they weren't, you were going to see them sign someone that was a similar style, which I, I think they kind of did um, in Holcomb, but I just think that he's a, a – I'm not saying they're on the same level ability-wise. I'm just saying a similar style. So, so similar style with with more athleticism. Yeah, exactly. So it's not I right now. I mean, we're we're kind of jumping ahead right now. We 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 kind of are into this year. Um, is there anything more you want to say about last year? I mean, what, what's there to say about last year other than the fact we didn't get to see that three safety set until late in the year with with KZ being out hurt. Yes. Um, but I mean, Minka was Minka, and Terrell Edmonds does all that dirty work that you need a strong safety to do. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers' defense—they were the, like I said, they were the the number one defense over the second half of the season. Was the second half of the season over one portion towards the end of the season? I can't remember if it's the last nine games, last four games, one of those things. And my goodness, when you look at the pass defense, with the exception of the game against Cincinnati, no other team after the Steelers' bye week had over 190 passing yards in a game. Net, net, when you take into account the sacks and everything as well. Right. You know, doesn't mean that a quarterback didn't throw for over 200 yards, but then he got sacked a bunch of times. Um, That was very, very... Enlightening, and I don't know if people, because of the teams the Steelers were playing, they're like, "Oh, well, you know, you know," like I like to say, "poo poo Steeler fans," that they, they they didn't think it was impressive enough to really stand out. I think that three safety look made a huge difference with the Steelers defense. It just opened them up scheme wise to be able to scheme so so many different things. Yeah, and, and it didn't start right away because if you think about it, it was first it was the New Orleans game, and KZ, that was his first game with the Steelers, yep. regular season, and he had to start. Minka was out. He had the appendectomy right. the day before. So they hadn't they didn't really get into that three safety look with those three guys. I I, I don't know how much they did it against Cincinnati. I'd have to go back and no, look. No, I, I don't think they did it much there. It was several games after KZ was back before you started to see it. And when you first started seeing it, I think it started out, you had it for like three plays one game. Yeah. And then it was a little more and a little more. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they kind of they eased into it. But uh, I really like that. I want to see them be able to do that this year. They've just got to get the personnel. So before we get into that anymore, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, we'll hear some words from our sponsors, which we actually, now that we are on the Fans First Sports Network, 
chances are you are going to hear something from a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, hopefully you all notice we've got the, the 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 Twitter handles at the bottom of the screen for fans first, for, for Steel Curtain. Um, they're basically starting from nothing. So they're trying to, we're trying to get more followers and everything. Really excited about this. But we're going we're gonna to go ahead and take a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we are back. We are doing the safety dance, or are the Steelers doing the safety dance? Are you doing the safety dance? <laughs> Steelers are doing the safety dance. Yeah, go ahead. No, you know, with the, with your no. freezing screen, it looks more like the robot. But <laughs> but yeah, but for those of you, we, we said this last week on the show because I didn't mention anything about fans first. Um, we got word earlier in the week. I, I think it was on Tuesday because we talked about I I think it on the show that uh, we should be transitioning over. Yes, we had we we had our first podcast go out as part of Fans First Sports Network on the audio side. That first one went out on Saturday morning. Um, we got all the transition going on going over. Um, so I'm pretty sure it was the homies. It was homies and State of the Steelers were the ones that went out first. Um, but our network, it's it's. It is what it is. There are some shows that are already established for for some of the some of the other podcasts. For ones you know, like like Michigan and Missouri and Ohio State on the college side, we've got some some established baseball podcasts, some established hockey podcasts, and we might be adding a lot more hockey podcasts sometime soon. Um, we have we almost have the entire MLB filled out. If you're you know a fan of baseball at all, we should be able to have a podcast for you to listen to. Um, one way or the other there we're working on it so we're we had to get started and then have to keep moving so uh it's hard for me to sit down because i've you know been been working my took us off um but here we are and it's 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 a lot of fun and exciting so just thought i'd give that update now oh, good thing you have a lot of took us i have a lot of took us to to so that, that i can work it off mm-hmm. so yeah rich Safety. Do you think we like the three safety look? We feel like the linebacker situation is setting up more to use more secondary and obvious passing downs and less and less inside linebackers. What do you think of the Steelers' depth pieces right now? Because to me. If you look at Minka Fitzpatrick and DeMonte Casey as your two safeties, because that's who they have under contract, looking at just those two, if you had to pick between the two of them, I would say Minka is more of a strong safety. But Minka needs to play free safety. So So he can do Minka things. Yeah. I feel much better with KZ as being one of three. And I'm not saying – I'm not saying – I mean, obviously, Minka is number one. Uh, people have to understand that. We, we don't really, we didn't even talk about him really much in the first half. He's the all-pro. Minka's number one. And, and, and the players know it. Everyone knows it. But number two doesn't have to be a number two and a number three. You can have two number twos and how you're working them around. That is that ultimately what you would like to see? Yeah. Look, uh, this is another one where, to me, I think it sets up to get three guys in the mix and 
and do do a little shuffling here and there during the game to get the to get the matchups and the schemes that you want. Yeah. And and there's been a lot of talk about Andy Weidel, if I say his name right, because I can't say names right. Um as the Steelers assistant GM and the influence that he has over personnel. And we've already been told that he's going to be the one to do the, the big board. And obviously, you know, they bring in a couple former Philadelphia Eagles on the line. If you look at what they were doing in Philadelphia up until he left, look at that team last year. Cause he basically shaped that team. The draft was over and everything else. He was a big part. I mean, he wasn't the only one, but he was a big part of shaping that team. When you look at that Philadelphia Eagles team, the one thing that screamed at me more than anything was their depth. So I kind of feel like that's why the Steelers aren't done at safety. Not only because it, it just makes sense for how they want to deploy things, is that they're they're really valuing trying to get depth across the board even more, in my opinion. Have you noticed that? Yes. I have. And, you know, you, you got to think about it. Last year, how nice was it when Minka was out suddenly with a, with the appendectomy? The first thing you thought was, well, at least KZ's back this week. Yeah. Boom. He, he, he steps in and played pretty well that first game. Yeah. Well, and not only that, there was another game where the Steelers had a very, very depleted secondary. That was early in the season. Do you remember yes, which was. game that do you remember which game that was? I do not, but I just remember that really, you know, you were looking at Terrell Edmonds leading the secondary. I mean, was it even I'm trying to remember. Was it even Edmonds? Um that that's what that that's what I'm trying to remember. I, I can't remember or was that the game he was out as well? Um it was one week he was out and the next No, week he was there for that week. He was there for that week. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm looking up on Pro Football Reference who was listed as the starters for that game. For the starters for that game in the secondary, they actually have five, five different players listed as the starters in the secondary that game. Are you ready? Go. They were Terrell Edmonds, Trey Norwood. Arthur Millette, James Pierre, and Josh Jackson. That was the secondary that the Steelers had to put on the field against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Terrell Edmonds played 100% of the snaps. Trey Norwood played all but one. James Pierre played all but four. Josh Jackson played 82%. Mallette played 56% of, of, of the snaps. And remember, Josh Jackson, they when the Steelers had had um you know started to have the whole issue with safety with the appendectomy, he ended up, they ended up having to do a swap on the roster and he got claimed and he ended up didn't he didn't finish the season with the Steelers. They had to start that game. So it kind of goes to show you that there's going to be games in there that you might need to have some secondary. And when you have guys that can step up in a game like that, I mean, look at where the Steelers were at that point of the season. The Pittsburgh Steelers went into that game. They were one and four. And going up against Tampa Bay, who was three and two. 
and they were missing every starter from their secondary except for Terrell Edmonds. And they held the Buccaneers to 18 points. Yep. And Tom Man, Brady, he, no, he did pass for 243 not, yards, but yeah. Buccaneers were not a yeah. fantastic team last year, but boy, going into that game, who thought the Steelers had much of a chance with that depleted secondary? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that was, I mean, the, they were struggling. That was, that was Kenny Pickett. I mean, remember, he didn't get to finish that game. He didn't, he didn't finish that game. Um, right. Trubisky had to come in. Um, but that just kind of goes to show the need for your secondary. So that right there, I'm telling you, we talked earlier about James Pierre. That's part of the reason that it's signing like a James Pierre is important. You, If you have a game like that that you need him to step in for a game, you got him. I feel when it comes back to the safety position, I feel Trey Norwood's the same kind of guy. Yes, He's not a guy you want to have to have out there on the field all the time. He's a guy that you want to use him in one specific way in sub packages. And outside of that, you know you're asking him to probably do too much. But man, oh man, his snap counts just fell fell off at the end of the season because of the three safety rotation package and everything that they had with Fitzpatrick, Edmonds, and KZ. So that was that was very, you know interesting there to just show that you know you have the depth you call on him at one point where he was a starter and played all but all but one snap and then at the end of the year you know they they really had some better options so i think depth is important miles killabrew he's a guy that you can get out there if you absolutely had to but he's really your special teams guy so so rich going forward how many more safeties do you think the steelers really really need for the for the 2023 season one. You think they're good with one? I think they could be good with one. Okay. Would you be surprised if they picked up a free agent and drafted a safety? I would not. You would not. Okay. So you think that the, in that case, then you're going to be dealing with some competition. Um, do you think they draft a safety high? It has to be the right guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that now you're getting into what, uh, which is what we ultimately talk. We love to see the Steelers do, and that is, can we really get into best player available? Yeah, but you know, then also have to take into account, you know, you got to be thinking about where you sit with guys under contract and things like that. But I mean, they could. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's not outside the realm of possibility. You know, if they don't sign one in free agency, do you think they have to go draft or do you think there are still some options out there? Um, I mean, now it seems like there are, but yeah. That, now there are. A lot would depend on what happens between now and the draft. Yeah, and, and honestly, the safety market, once again, is not all that strong. Why well, can't I remember the safety for the Eagles that just – that that just oh, left for um, a one year deal that um that isn't getting paid all that much. Yeah. And I'm like, and he was like the top safety guy out there. So I'm like, these it, it's the market's just not there. The the market's just just not just not there for the position right now. So uh I'm 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 hoping Chauncey 
Gardner Johnson. There you go. I knew it was hyphenated. <laughs> I knew it was a hyphenated last name. So, one yes, year, eight and, million. And Sherry Richards had it there for us. So, um, one year, eight million. Yes, which honestly isn't that much. I'll, I'll ask you this quick question before we get to our big question. How, what do you think of a kind of deal that they could offer Edmonds? What would you be willing? How many years would you want? Um, two or three. Okay. And what would you kind of like that to average out per year? Um, two, two, five, two. five, five and a half. No, I was going to say between four and five would be real nice. Not as much for Edmonds. If it's that low, though, I don't think he's signed that many years. So to me, I think if you want to keep him longer, you'd have to do that. I wouldn't be shocked to see him back on another one-year deal. And yeah, but well, or, you know, or or probably at most two, I could see two years, 9 million, 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So, um, but that's just one option. Sherry Sherry said three years for 19, three years for 19. Hmm. That that would that would that let's see that would be good for Edmonds. And if you say nineteen, the way this I mean the Steelers have mostly been splitting out their their contracts evenly. They like they did with the offensive linemen and, and linebackers, um, you know, in their payout per year. So if you're talking nineteen, you're talking probably oh that would be like like probably a five million dollar signing bonus, um. And then with you know just above a minimum base salary, he would probably oh my goodness you know he you'd be looking at a cap hit that that first year of probably under three million dollars. Yeah. Um, so even if you paid him that much, um, that's uh, for this year it wouldn't be so bad. Um, you know, John McComb says four years twenty million. You know that's five million a season. Uh, chances are. You're probably that would only be probably around a two million dollar cap hit for the first year, depending on how they'd structure it. Um, so Rich, I'm gonna ask you the big question so we can get rolling to get out of here. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're pretty sure that the Steelers are going to want to do their three safety set this year. If if as long as they have the right people. Where are they going to get that third guy? I, I think we're pretty set on DeMonte KZ. Minka Fitzpatrick. Where are they getting the third guy? Are they getting that person? Is he already on the roster? Is it a free agent? Is it a trade? Or is it the draft? Okay. Now remember, for everyone else, just to remind you, the rules are we'll bring up everybody's, but not until I type it in the live chat. So hold on to your answers. Go ahead. All right. It is a free agent. I expect Terrell Edmonds to be back with this team. Okay. All right, I, you know that's what I would probably answer to, and I think a lot of people would answer that. So I'm going to think I'm going to say, you know, maybe something doesn't happen with Edmonds. Maybe maybe it's because they do something in the draft. Maybe that's what they do. Either so, they do something in the draft, or no, yeah, I, I changed my answer. I changed my answer. Or trade. <laughs> okay. So that's fine. Yeah. So trade off. Yeah. All right. So. Here you go, and 
boom, it's out there in the live chat. So for those of you that answered too early, come on, Tyler W., you knew better. Okay, then we'll bring your answers up there, you know, um, where it's going to be. Um, so Afton, she says, free agent. Now, some people are sp saying the specific name. I'm probably going to skip over those, okay? Steel Dog 88 says draft. Um, George, nope, I hit the wrong one. Uh, Brian Brown says Brian Brown. free agent. Uh, State of the Steelers says free agent. Um, okay. Um, whoo, everyone's Ooh, it's, wow. it's yeah, jumping around. Went. Yep. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, Reginald River says draft. Uh, John McComb says draft. Um, uh, Kyle Smith's, ah, where it went away. Uh, Kyle Smith, man, where'd it go? It no, thank right you. There. He says free agent. Uh, Rod Neiser put, put it back in here. Yep. Um, um, free agent. Uh, Tyler W says free agent. Uh, George says free agent. Sorry, Tyler. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say names. Uh, Mr. Woodside says free agent. Uh, <laughs> Marky D says convert Marky Trubisky. D. <laughs> Trubisky to safety, make it work for that contract. Okay. Um, great. One Oh three says free agent. That's what I'm going to say. Thomas Riley says free agent. And I saw what name you put in there earlier, Thomas. And I, I got you. Um, uh, Tate boys, uh, where'd it go? Okay. Um, he says draft. And of course he has one in particular. I don't know that the, that that's where, you know, it, I, I wouldn't want that pick at know. 17. Uh, it would really depend on, um, there, uh, degeneration X says both draft and free agents, the best way to go. Uh, I just don't know. Someone's going to lose a roster spot. And in that case, for me, it would probably be Trey Norwood um, unless um, something else didn't work out with someone else. Sherry Richards says free agent. George Hoover says draft. Um, Claude Bishop says free agent. Uh, Ruben Stone says free agent. Um, and for people that just put – without having to put names in there with everything, that's what we got. I'm sure some more might be flowing in here. Um, yeah, would, I, I'd be all right if they, if they did a couple more options. Cause you know, Trey Norwood, you're like, oh, but they have Trey Norwood. He was a seventh round draft pick and he's played two seasons with the Steelers. He's already one of their better seventh round draft picks that they've had. If you paid attention to my articles that I did, that were all the best draft picks by round by Kevin Colbert. And then you all convinced me to keep going. And I did all the ones, um, the worst ones by round today was the second round. Thursday finishes up with the with the worst first round picks um, that uh, that's out there. So believe it or not, you know Trey Norwood's actually uh, was actually landed on the list in the fifth spot. I think it was tied for the fifth spot. Believe it or not, with Presley Harvin, because there's a lot of seventh round draft picks for the Steelers that just don't ever play. So the fact that he's contributed for two years that's great. But I, it's not like the Steelers ha have to have him around. I think he's good depth. I think it'd be there. Dwayne says free agent. Um, um, so so I like that. So the question is, I'm going to ask you one more question, Rich, just to follow up. And if people want to throw their thoughts, of course, in the live chat, we probably won't bring these up here. Um, do you think that the Steelers would possibly wait until after the draft to sign another safety? Do you think they would wait that long? They might if they 
have their eye on someone they think might sneak to them somewhere in the draft, they might wait to see if they if that happens and yeah. then go out. They they could. Yeah, I think they could too. But I also like I was just saying about Trey Norwood, there's not really any any reason that you're like, oh, we we can't move on from this seventh round pick if the Steelers just have too many good players to position. And I don't think they're moving on from Killebrew because he's, you know, like I said, he's a special teams guy. You know, that just is another another safety there. He's he's a guy that if he could really do it, that he's more in the form of of Terrell Edmonds. But I just I don't think he's as, as much of a as a as a coverage guy as Terrell Edmonds even. And it's not like Terrell Edmonds is great at coverage that I'm saying that's anyway. So yeah, we'll see what happens with safety. I'm I am fine with the Steelers rolling it back because based on the some of the articles and the polls that I did, based on last year, safety was one of the top positions where Steelers fans felt the best about from last year. So if that's one of your top positions that you feel great about from last year, rolling it out again is not a bad thing. I don't see the Steelers – did. Would you even think that safety was a weakness at all for the Steelers last year? No. No, I don't think so either. So if it's not a weakness, if if you're going to have one position group, you want to roll it out the same way, I'm good with it being safety. I don't – I mean, some people are like, well, what about outside linebacker? Hey, they got the two guys. There's a lot of questions there with the depth. Hey, what about defensive line? I'd I'd prefer them to, to add another piece still, you know, that's just the way I'm, I'm looking at it. The, the Steelers were all, have already done some, some things at cornerback. So safety is out of all those positions, a lot of people felt was the strongest last year, not just on defense, but overall. So did, can, am, I, am, I, am I speaking words that are at least somewhat reasonable? You're, 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 you're speak, Dave, you're speaking words of wisdom as always. Oh, yes. I always – I drop nothing but wisdom. <laughs> Which I know coming from my brother is pure sarcasm. <laughs> yes, it is. But hey, yeah, I talked about it at the beginning of, the, of this segment. Um, we, we've rolled into fans for Sports Network. Um, tell you what, the podcasters that we have across all of our affiliates already have a, have just a much better sense of community with each other because we, we basically had no contact with other with other podcasters with with where we were before. Um, that's not the case now for, for those that are doing a, a lot of things. So, I mean, look, already last week on the curtain call, we had someone from a Vikings podcast uh, that's that's part of the network come in and talk about Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Patrick Adrian. Peterson. Wrong wrong Viking player. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Uh, it's too, this is what happens when we don't start till 930. <laughs> I get too tired and can't, can't keep it straight. Um, but that 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 was uh, that that was funny. So it, it it's it's a it's a, we're hoping to really have some other stuff with you and, and and that the networking that we can do also can can um, can add specifically the Steel Curtain Network. We're also going to be introducing some national NFL shows that you might see them show up occasionally on our on our podcast feed, you know, not on, not necessarily on YouTube or anything, but on our, if you're subscribing to our podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify or whatever, uh, we have some interesting things coming there. Um, 
we're trying to get stuff rolling by the draft um, with, with a lot of the stuff with the NFL right now, our biggest focus is we were also on, like I said, one major league baseball with them with opening day coming up. So lots of good things, but of course the most important thing is the steel curtain network rolls on. We have a new home. We get to keep doing what we're doing and our lineup, you know, it's been set for a few weeks. Um, we, we had our, we, you know, the, the Aussies had, they, they've moved on, a. Uh, a while ago to, to do their own but thing. I, I see Marky, Marky, them. Marky D's it's, out there in the live chat. Yeah. So this yeah, your Marky D. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, I don't know if it'll be this show or not. We'll have Marky do back, back soon just because oh, yeah. we can. And it's fun. Um, and, and, and Maddie P you know what? I, I gotta get Maddie P on stat geek. I, I gotta do that. That's, that's right up his, his alley. Um, and, and of course some of our guys will, they are helping them out with, with, with stuff that they're doing there. Ah, <sighs> But like tomorrow, you'll have Let's Ride. And if you haven't checked out the Steel City Insider with 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 um with, with Jim Wexel and I keep forgetting the other guy's name. I don't. I feel terrible. But they they well that's okay. They don't remember our names either <laughs> when they talk about that. That's that's a that's a good show that's been added to our network. Lots of great stuff for you. I, I have no idea what to expect on the curtain call tomorrow night. Um, but if it's at all like last week, it'll be good stuff. Ooh, lots going on, even in the offseason. Going on. Yes. It's just, it was so exciting two weeks ago to say, hey, this time next week, there's going to be new members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what? From the last time we talked, there are new members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's exciting. At any moment, I could look at my phone and realize that there's there's a new addition to the team that I'm going to have to write about. And it's and it's really exciting. It really is an exciting time. So, Rich, what do you have to say here to close us out tonight? Hey, close close out the night. Sorry, I was the reason for the for the late late start. Actually, no, I wasn't. Well, I was, but I wasn't. Um, Kyle, first uh, first varsity baseball game night. Yeah, pulled in a dub, pulled in a W, fourteen to two. Woo, fourteen so, to two. There you yep, go. Yep, was all was, right. Was fun to be back into baseball. Um, but I had to hustle home because you know, gotta talk Steelers. It's yeah. just. Uh, just a lot of fun. This last week has been a lot of fun just watching what's going on for the Steelers and free agency. Um, it's exciting. I think I saw somebody, I don't remember if it was, um, I think it was on one of the, over on the website on one of the articles, somebody was uh, talking about um, how, how it was getting exciting for football again. Yeah. And I felt the same way. Um Sure, there's not games going on. Sure, we're a long ways from from training camp, you know, and there's still a lot to go on between now and that time. But you know what? There's still a lot to go on between now and that time. That's why we're here every week. Yeah. That's what we do. And, you know, like I said, you know, basically we got a countdown going. I mean, what are we just uh, five, five weeks away from the draft? I think you're right. I think that's, I think you're yeah, right on there. About, about five weeks away from the draft. And, you know, what could go on between now and then? You know, there could be a lot. There there could be nothing. We don't know. But those five, those five weeks are going to give us a better idea of what's going to happen during the draft. Um, and for that, I can't wait. <laughs> 